Please find a comfortable sitting. Keep your back straight. Gently close your eyes. Take few deep, long breaths and relax your whole body. From the top of your head to the tips of your toes, Observe all of the different parts of your body individually and see if they are relaxed, free of tension or strain. Experience relaxation and peace. Feel harmony with your body. Feel close to yourself. Now send your loving thoughts towards yourself, thinking, may I be well, may I be happy, may I be peaceful.
Now send your loving thoughts towards your family. May all of my family members be well, be happy, be peaceful. Now send your loving thoughts towards whole world may living beings <clears throat> be well be happy be peaceful Now slowly turn your attention to your breath. Every breath you take in, you take out, is taken mindfully.
Now observe your mind, observe your body, your body is relaxed, your mind is calm, tranquil and peaceful. Make a strong determination to practice every day, regularly, with diligence and patience. Understand how important this meditation practice to keep yourself well, <coughs> happy, peaceful and balanced. May peace be with you. Thank you very much. Please open your eyes. Okay, good morning everybody. Uh, happy to see you all. I, I can see uh, some people are taking uh, precepts today, but this talk I'm not focusing on you at all. <laughs> Because you know what you are doing today, you have a better idea, you took the classes, you studied and you asked questions and processed yourself and thinking months and years, <laughs> finally you are here. But I'm concerned about all the people in the audience to witness this today. And so it is very interesting to me uh, to see you all and some family members are here, that is great. Um, and also I understand totally how they feel right now and little boiling inside and little nervous and you know so that is so normal because we all the monks go through that problem too <laughs> the day we ordain day we become a full ordain and lots of monks everybody is looking at us if they make a mistake we are in trouble and you know you don't have that problem at all here in the Blue Lotus so therefore you can relax, you just enjoy it. And many, many years ago when I come to Woodstock, some people were thinking, uh, I'm a cult leader. <laughs> <laughs> so some people are so worrying and so negative about it. Uh, a group of people came to uh, in front of the building and protesting. And some people threatened to me. And all those problems ha happened at the very beginning, my first year. And so I had the fear and same time I handled it really well. And also, except a few people, I didn't tell people about those things. I had the, you know, little note on my car and threatening me and, you know, send the letters to me and all those problems happened. Now I was thinking today, this morning, after many years later, we are kind of a very popular icon here in McHenry County. And every time when people are thinking about the peace and happiness, they are thinking about the Blue Lotus Temple. So I'm very happy to say that. So that way, what it means, I'm telling you, uh, coming to Woodstock and people cannot even believe it, how Buddhist monk came to Woodstock, how we have a Buddhist temple in Woodstock, nobody cannot believe it. They're always thinking, temple has to be in downtown area, lots of people. You know, so when people see there's a Buddhist temple here in the middle of the Woodstock downtown, kind of, you know, big question mark for people. However, you know, Buddha came to Woodstock. 
Buddha came to Woodstock. You can see now why you all are Buddha. I am the Buddha. They are Buddha. We all are connected to that. So that means our pure loving intention always working for so many people around. And not only this place, now have a few other temples around the country. Few more are on the way to come. <laughs> and so that means Buddha keep walking around this country. That's a beautiful thing. That means the message of peace and love and acceptance and res respecting everybody. We are taking this message around the world. So I want to tell you a story. It's this story Buddha was telling to the monks long time ago. Uh, so one of the, his previous stories before he became the Buddha. So there were two friends, okay? I will uh, name those two friends like American names. Say just Bill and Mark, <laughs> right? <laughs> so that way you understand. Now think about the Bill, and now Buddha is telling the story. Bill, Bill, also re, Bill is really good meditation practitioner. That time when Buddha was talking about this story, that time, many, 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 many millions years ago, there was another Buddha. He was teaching to people. The Bill always going there to listen to the Buddha. He is very committed to his practice and meditation, listening to the Buddha. Then he had the, his best friend. What is the name I said? Bill and Mark. Mark. Mark is a best friend, but totally opposite. He's a kind of playboy type of person. They are really good friends. Now think about those two people are really close to each other. But one person is meditating and practicing and following the Dharma and wisdom and all those things. Other person is totally opposite and having fun and having party mood all the time. And so he's enjoying his life. But Bill always thinking, no, I am doing so well. My mind is good. I'm practicing meditation. I want to be noble to my best friend. I want to noble to my best friend. So then he was thinking, whatever I experience, you sometimes experience when you come to the temple, sometimes people say, Bhante, I'm so happy come to the Blue Lotus Temple. I want to bring my wife here. Good luck. Sorry. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> and so then some people come, you know, I want to bring my husband to the temple. So right after you feel something good in you, what do you want to do with that? You want to share. Now Bill felt, I am doing so well. How I am going to share this wisdom with my best friend? But he knew he doesn't want to do this. But anyway, he said, hey, buddy, let's go. I am going to listen to the temple today. Can you come with me? Then he said, where? What temple? Who is that? Then he said, Buddha is teaching. So I want you to come with me and listen to the Buddha. Then he said, no, I don't want to go to that bald-headed guy. <laughs> you know, he was really disrespectful. I don't want to listen to him. I am fine. I am happy. Then the, you know, then Bill thought, okay, now I try. It doesn't work. But still, Bill is keep thinking, keep thinking, keep thinking. I really want to do it. I really want to do it. The second time, he asked again. He was neglected. No, I don't want to do that. One day, Bill was thinking, no, I really want to do it. However, one day he grabbed his neck and he said, today is the day you are coming with me. That moment, there's a pressure 
from Bill to Mark. This guy was a little smart. He was thinking, my best friend Bill is really pushing me to do this. I have to respect to that feeling. I want to respect my best friend's feeling. Then finally he said, okay, okay, I'm coming. Then he made the decision to go to the, listen to the Buddha. But he was thinking, I will just pretend. <laughs> you know, what he did, he went to the temple. Now Bill is listening in front of, you know, like, you know, David sitting in front of like Buddha and listened very, you know, faithful and listened to the Buddha. But Mark is living far away. Now think about some kids come to the temple sometimes, you know, when we go to the event because of the mother's influence or the father's influence, go to the church, playing on the phone and, you know, boring and that's kind of, you have seen all those things, right? And so Mark also acting like that. So he's not interested, but just respecting to the bill, he's sitting there. So, but Buddha is giving the, his teaching. So, that is the power of the Buddha's mind. He knows to who I am going to talk today. Sometime when I am giving a talk here at the temple, after talk, people come to me and say, Bhante, do you know how to read minds? If I do, I am really happy. But sometimes I feel, honestly, I don't want to read somebody's mind. <laughs> so people ask that question, why they are asking question, you, whatever you talk today, you were talking to me. Sometimes people feel that way. So now Mark is listening to the you know, Buddha, but he is kind of ignoring about it. But Buddha really directly talking to mind to mind this, this person, even there are so many other people. So after an hour later, Mark felt something good inside him. He felt something, you know, clicking. So then he felt, I can do this. I can really do this. Then he's so happy inside him now, he came to the Buddha and kneeled down in front of the Buddha and bowed to him and said, I got it. I really got it. Could you please consider me as your student? Buddha said, sure, no problem. So you are anyway, you are practicing now. Anyway, no need to claim you are a student, you are practicing, that's good. But I want to make a big proclamation. That's what Buddha said. I am going to give you another big proclamation about this, what you did today. How powerful what you did today. How powerful noble friendship is. Buddha said, many, you know, that time Buddha, not this Buddha, <laughs> okay, that Buddha said, Many, 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 many years later, millions of years later, there is another Buddha will come to the world. His name is Siddhartha Gautama. He is going to become a Buddha. Because whatever commitment you did today to yourself, you are the one becoming Siddhartha Gautama Buddha. This one, the current Buddha. Now think about that playboy type of person, because of the noble friendship, pushing him to the, come to the temple and giving that, that wisdom, that Buddha claim, one day you are going to be the Siddhartha Gautama. Now, that playboy type of person, this is our Buddha. How wonderful, right? So now think about what he did, 
What Mark did? Just go and observe what you are doing today in the audience today. What you are doing now. Whatever they are going to do, you are going to observe. Certain things, maybe thousand questions will arise in your mind. Perfect. Good. Do that. Question. Ask more, you know, ask questions. And go and read more. I'm not asking you to become a Buddhist. That's not my job. I didn't open this temple like a Buddhist factory or something like that, <laughs> making a, you know, put from this main door to inside, then back door, you are become Buddhist. <laughs> I don't want to do that. Now remember how many years some people come into the temple last, maybe 20 years coming to the temple. You ever heard I ask you to become a Buddhist? Right, Tad? I, I ever ask, you know, please become a Buddhist if you want to come to the temple? We don't have such thing. We do all those things because of the American standard mind. Otherwise, people don't feel it right. Because we don't have this. I made it for you. <laughs> this is my creation to make you happy. But in reality, we don't have such thing. If you want to become a Buddhist, what is the best thing you can do? Practice. Be a Buddhist by practice. That's the only way you can follow the teaching of the Buddha. So what you are doing today, you are witnessing to these people. While you are witnessing, you are thinking, maybe it will come to your mind, maybe I can do it next year. How beautiful. I want to make that kind of commitment for my spiritual life. As I said last week, people don't like the word precepts. Now I get it. Because precepts is more religious, more rule-oriented kind of word. Let's say it. Mindful, what is called it? Mindful guidelines. You know, practicing mindfulness, this is a kind of guidelines. So these are not rules. As I said last week, I hate rules. I don't like rules. If, I, if people make the rules, I'm the one breaking them all. <laughs> so these are not rules, these are guidelines. We are doing these practices based on our awareness, not based on fear. How we are following the rules? Based on fear. Most of religious practices people are doing based on fear because they don't want to go to hell. So, how Buddhist practitioners say, if you go to hell, we know how to make it heaven. How wonderful, we have that hell, don't worry about it. <laughs> So I will give you some instruction how to make it heaven. Remember, in my mind, I was in hell so many years. But when I, my awareness, my practice, my mindfulness, my life, this morning I had the opportunity to go to hell <laughs> before the precept ceremony. <laughs> my nature, right? So I always give in the instruction to the office, this is the way it should be and organize. I want to see everything order. And then I came early, hour early to make sure everything. So everything going really well. Our office girl, she is sick today. She cannot make it today. And she said, everything is organized. She sent me a text message and everything. Like 30 minutes before we start the event, I asked Asaji, where is the paper for everybody? Then no paper. Then I said, Asaji, go and print everything. Then Asaji said, printer doesn't work. 
now early morning without paper how you are going to read i can see little fire in my head <laughs> now i am kind of i think i called tessa <laughs> and i said where is the paper now i can scream and yell and yell at asaji and yell at amita and everybody i i can go to hell i felt i am kind of opening the door to go to hell <laughs> i realized right away then i thought this is not end of our day or end of our life everybody can handle it so therefore i used that opportunity to come to the heaven so this is the heaven now so asaji did the perfect job he ran to the light <laughs> he otherwise they are in trouble anyway <laughs> and so rand the library made the print outs and perfectly working thank you so much so what i am telling you now that is what we call the mindfulness i had that option to decide whether i am going to hell or heaven so i already one step into the hell but i realized no this is the precept ceremony today <laughs> i don't want to go to hell because i am teaching them how to go to heaven so if i am teaching them how to go to heaven i have to be in the heaven being in the hell i cannot do that so right away putting one step into the hell i get out that's what i call the mindfulness practice it makes sense right that's why i am always telling people suffering is optional but it is happened like a few years ago <laughs> everybody is in trouble today so that means my awareness my practice every day getting better so what i am asking you today after you practice after you take in these precepts after you are making your commitment if you are thinking now i am done i am a buddhist i am enlightened no you are not you are still imperfect so if you are perfect you are not taking precepts <laughs> so why you are taking precepts today you want to do better it makes sense to everybody so now i am as what they are doing they are making commitment today to their spiritual journey to continue and they are not become a buddhist or converting to other religion we don't have such thing we are making mindful commitment to our spiritual journey this makes sense to everybody okay now what we are going to do now we are going to do the ceremony okay <clears throat> so as i said to all the candidates if you make a mistake even maybe i will make mistakes too just laugh don't worry you know have fun <laughs> okay now we are going to chant together uh, namotassa three times then candidates you have to say it in english okay okay bring your palms together okay namotassa bhagavato arhato samma sambuddhasse namo tassa bhagavato arhato samma sambuddhasse namo tassa bhagavato arhato samma sambuddhasse all together
to attain complete understanding, we can follow the path of the triple gem and undertake the training of the five precepts, the eight lifetime precepts and the ten perfections or bodhisattvas. Candidates, please say this with me to affirm your commitment. Okay, please do uh, three full bows. Please be seated. Okay, I want to let you know one thing. What they did, three full bows, it means totally surrender. The biggest problem we have, our ego. And so that means totally surrender. After they go full bow, there's no place to go. Totally, they become humble. But don't become a doormat. Okay. <laughs> Please place your palms together in front of your heart. Now with concentration and reverence, listen and repeat the Pali, the language of the Buddha, after me, then repeat in English. First we say in um, uh, Pali, okay? Then you can say in English. Buddham saranam gachami Buddham English. Dhammam saranam gachami. Sangam saranam gachami. I will repeat it, then you can say it is easy for you. Dutiyampi buddham saranam gachami. Dutiyampi dhammam saranam gachami. Dutiyampi sangam saranam gachami. Tatiyampi buddham saranam gachami. Tatiyampi buddham 
ಗಚ್ಚಾಮಿ ಫೈವ್ ಪ್ರಿಸೆಪ್ಟರ್ಸ್ ಪ್ಲೀಸ್ ಪ್ಲೇಸ್ ಯುವರ್ ಪಾಮ್ಸ್ ಟುಗೆದರ್ ಇನ್ ಫ್ರಂಟ್ ಆಫ್ ಯುವರ್ ಹಾರ್ಟ್ ರಿಪೀಟ್ ಆಫ್ಟರ್ ಮೀ ಇನ್ ಪಾಲಿ ದಿನ್ ಸೇ ಟ್ರೈನಿಂಗ್ ರೋಲ್ಸ್ ಇನ್ ಇಂಗ್ಲೀಷ್ ದಿಸ್ ಕನ್ಫರ್ಮ್ ಯುವರ್ ಕಮಿಟ್ಮೆಂಟ್ ಟು ದ ಪ್ರಿಸೆಪ್ಟ್ಸ್ ಪಾನಾತಿ ಪಾತ ವೇರಮಣಿ ಸಿಖಾಪದ ಓಕೆ ಇನ್ ಇಂಗ್ಲಿಷ್ ಅದಿನ್ನ ಅದಿನ್ನ ವೇರಮಣಿ ಸಿಖಾಪದ ಸಮಿ ಖಾಮೇಸು ಮಿಚ್ಚಾಚಾರ ವೇರಮಣಿ ಸಿಖಾಪದ ಸಮಿ ಮುಸಾವಾದ ವೇರಮಣಿ ಸಿಖಾಪದ ಸಮಿ ಸುರಮೇರಯ ಮಜ್ಜಪಮ ದಂಠಾನ 
वेरमणि सिखापदम you have taken the five precepts please take a strong determination to live up to them to the best of your abilities Okay, please repeat after me. Panati pata Panati Veramani Sikhapadam Samadhyami Adinna dana Veramani Sikhapadam Samadhyami Kamesu Michachara Veramani Sikhapadam Samadhyami Musavada Veramani Sikhapadam Samadhyami Pisuna Vacha Veramani Sikhapadam Samadhyami Parusa Vacha Veramani Sikha Padam 
ಸಂಪಲಾಪೀರಮಣಿ ಸಿಖಾಪದ ಸಮಿ ಮಿಚ್ಚಾ ಆಜೀವಾಚ ಸುರಾಮೇರಯ why take the 10 perfection you are making the training and commitment to develop these qualities within yourself and to practice them at all times on your path to liberation generosity we call dana in pali morality virtue integrity is called sila renunciation nikamma wisdom panya energy strength or effort virya uh, patience kanti truthfulness such uh, resolution resolutions determination adhitana loving kindness metta equanimity upekka ಓಕೆ ಪ್ಲೀಸ್ ಚಾಂಟ್ ಆಫ್ಟರ್ ಮೀ ದಾನಂಗ್ ಪಾರಮೀ ಧಮ್ಮಂಗ್ ಅದಿಂಟಾಂಗ್ ಪಾರಮೀ ಧಮ್ಮಂಗ್ ಅದಿಂಟಾಮಿ ನಿಕ್ಕಮ್ಮಂಗ್ ಪಾರಮೀ ಧಮ್ಮಂಗ್ ಅದಿಂಟಾಮಿ
ಪಾರಮೀಧಮ್ಮ ಅಂತಿ ಪಾರಮೀಧಮ್ಮಿ ಸಚ್ಚಂ ಪಾರಮೀಧಮ್ಮ ಅಂಠಾಮಿ ಅಧಿಷ್ಠಾನ ಪಾರಮೀಧಮ್ಮ ಉಪೇಕ್ಷಾಪಾರಮೀಧಮ್ಮ ಅಧಿಷ್ಠಾಮಿ you are all now called upasaka for men and upasika for women those follow the path of the triple gem that means buddha dharma and sangha who have received the five precepts eight lifetime precepts or 10 bodhisattva vows who support and protect the sangha that means you are supporting to this uh, noble community you must do good deeds avoid unskillful thoughts and practice meditation to make your mind pure and noble in short you must live an exemplary life to be worthy of a buddha's disciple please listen and bow three times after i speak i respectfully bow to the 10 direction all the buddhas and honor the dharma and the enlightened sangha and the triple gem please do Okay now the fun part <laughs>
okay so now so as i said downstairs without confirming or having a certificate americans are not accepting it <laughs> so to live in this conventional world we need a certificate so then we made the certificate for you but buddha didn't make it <laughs> now we are so weak that's why we are doing it right okay so first okay each person okay matt okay uh today matt taking a new name but your name is matt <laughs> but something to practice your name is suguna it means one who has good qualities you are okay so this is for you so when you receive this little buddha is called the pocket buddha traveling buddha so wherever you go you can take it with you so that means you have buddha with you okay thank you yeah the bracelet erin so erin's name is a pali uh, name close to sanskrit it's not our language okay <laughs> suvini that means happy life Michael Michael name is suyama one meaning is discipline wealth and also there's another meaning heavenly state okay that's one of my favorite name yeah and uh <laughs> so anna was talking so many times with me taking about the precept finally you did it okay anna's name is garavi it means respectful action respectful in action okay thank you anna thank you Yenthal Yenthal came from all the way from Florida I'm going to see you again soon uh, her name is Rochita it means shining mind <laughs> but you are from the shining state Florida <laughs> sunshine state Kurt 
Kurt uh, has a name, Kovida. It means has a clever mind. <laughs> you have to make all the decision very clever now. <laughs> so, okay, Linda Tadani. Linda, you are doing so many things at the temple, teaching English to the monks, your students are here. <laughs> Her name is Achala, that means unshakable mind, unshaken mind. Thank you, thank you. Richard? I'm a techno guy. <laughs> Richard's name is Medha. It means someone practicing wisdom. Okay. Be wise. So, Carrie. Harry's name is Susila. It means virtuous mind. Thank you. She was so excited about this. <laughs> okay, uh, Todd, please come. Okay. Todd, our big boss. And third name is Dhammika, it means living Dharma. So he is. Good. Thank you. Sheryl? Sheryl, do you remember your name? Sukakamo. Sukakamo. Huh? Sukakamo. So she is renewing her precepts. Her name is Sukakamo. What it means? One who seeks happiness. She does. Thank you. Karen? Karen. Long years of practitioner. <laughs> Karen. Her name is Mitta Chetana. What did that mean? Loving thoughts. Okay. Thank you. David? <laughs> David names, he's renewing his precepts, is Nandana, I call the super happy guy. <laughs> <laughs> that it means, right? <laughs> super happy guy. <laughs> okay. So that's it, right? Uh, any question? Anybody audience has any question to ask? Some family members are here? Okay, good. Thank you so much for coming and 
supporting your mother or father, sister or brother, whoever friend. Uh, I think that's a really good thing. So I'm so grateful. And also I'm asking everybody, um, this is not the religious place. Don't consider we are teaching a religion. Anytime you can come here, new people, practice meditation, ask questions. You can see we have Buddha and we have Jesus. How wonderful, right? And so if you want to practice with Jesus, you can turn your chair to that side. <laughs> we are totally fine with that. If you want to practice with Mother Mary, go opposite direction. <laughs> And so you can, you know, we don't, you know, have any problem with that. You know, if we were, I want to practice with the Buddha, I turn my, you know, this way. So they, therefore, you, we all, American loves to have options. So now at the Blue Lotus Temple, we have options for you. So one day, all those options, when you are fully content, this option doesn't matter. Why? You are fully confident about your journey. Why we need all those symbols? We are weak. Does it make sense? We are really weak. So thank you so much everybody. Um, coming to the Blue Lotus Temple. Enjoy. And also, people who took the precepts. This is what you have to make at home. This is the little Blue Lotus Temple. At home. So you have meditation cushion, you have Buddha, incense, candlelight, whatever things. You know, sometimes people keep the Jesus, like, because Jesus is here. You can keep the Jesus, whoever you are, you know, you feel right, keep. That's the sacred altar, you know. Bhante Amita made these cushions, and, you know, Bhante Bhadi is making the Buddha statue. All the things monks made. <laughs> monks production. Uh, Bhante Amita making the... <laughs> You know, Amita is making candles and cushions and everything. So it is the Blue Lotus Productions. So, <laughs> so now you have little Blue Lotus. You know, so I'm not asking take you this one, but what I'm asking, please make a special place in your home. Sometime you don't have time to go and sit there, but you know this is my sanctuary. This is my place. So even looking at that place, go and sit and read a book there and light the candle in the morning, light incense. So bring that awareness into your life. So that is the purpose, okay? So thank you so much, everybody. Please stand up.